Hello and welcome to the Two Minute Drill here on UCCS Radio. I am your host for the last time, Nate Jones, and with me as always, my co-host with the most, Philip Oki Thomas. How are you doing today, Philip? I'm doing well. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes one of us. And it's going to be an emotional show today. It's the last official show. I'm guessing there will probably be little pop-up shows during the summer. Yeah. Hopefully, Philip continues this show, yep. and I'll call in from time to time, or if I end up in the Springs, I'll just be here all the time, and just, <laughs> maybe this was all a lie, but I, yeah, this is exciting. Uh, we're in the heat of the NBA playoffs, so if this is the first time joining the show, I'll just give you a little bit of a rundown of what we do here on the Two Minute Drill. Obviously, Two Minute Drill is a football reference, but we talk basketball here, no football here, and we cover all the latest and greatest news about the NBA and there's a lot going on. The playoffs are really hot right now, and so we got a lot to talk about. The NBA lottery just happened, and did the NBA stop tanking? We'll talk about all that and more here in the two-minute So to start off, let's just talk about the lottery. I think it's kind of the freshest thing in everyone's mind. What are your initial thoughts with the New Orleans Pelicans winning the draft? They now have the rights to the number one pick. Literal words out of my mouth was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that was a look on Zion's face as well. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen the video of um, Zion and RJ Barrett, as soon as they called the Pelic that the uh, Knicks had gotten like what, or the uh, Grizzlies had gotten the second pick, and that means the Pelicans were getting the first pick. Yeah. RJ Barrett Im- immediately his hands were like shaking and like no, no, and stuff. Uh. So. Ah, uh, oh, it, it was so disappointing because yeah. New York was so close. They were so, so close. Number three. It's weird how close the Lakers were. Yeah. Like, we talked about how we thought the Lakers might trade up for Zion. Well, I think last week, just like as like a huge hot take speculation sort of thing, they had the chance of just getting him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of insane. Now, the Knicks were obviously, I think, the worst team in the NBA this year. I think the Suns are pretty dang close to them record-wise. Right. If you're a Sun or Nick fan, are you furious at the NBA? Because the NBA changed how the lottery works to stop tanking. So that the teams with the worst record wouldn't always get the number one pick. It happened. You know, the Lakers were kind of close to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they got all the way to number four. Do you think fans are happy? Or, obviously, if you're a Pelicans fan, you're thrilled. Oh, yeah. But these other teams, do you think they're upset because... They just watched their team go through a horrible season, and they might not get the piece to make them better. I, I honestly, I don't think so. I think it'll then it it then puts more pressure on the front offices to actually just trade and develop players more. Um, New York, I know they they had like the worst record in the NBA. Tanking has kind of been their their thing and stuff like that. So, I I'm 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 not sad that tanking has gone away. Honestly. Um, com- teams need to compete at the highest level. They don't need to go out there and lose every game in hopes to get somebody like Zion. Um, I think it honestly does better. It, I think it's better for the fans, and I think the fans will realize that, if not now, then later. Yeah, I I think that's a good point. Now, the Pelicans seem a little sure on everything. Do you think they don't trade Davis? Like, they force him to play this season if he wants to play basketball this season? On the Pelicans, because they, they will most likely have Zion Williamson. Don't do it. I mean, wait. Don't. No. You you have to trade him. You have to. You have to. Sorry. Don't not trade 
Don't not not trade him. But yeah, trade Anthony Davis. He is going to mess up the chemistry of this team. Okay. Honestly, he's going at honest. Also, at the same time, I'd be fearful of him putting in kind of like, you know, talking bad about the organization to Zion. That's making him not have making him not have like you know just don't even like don't even try these first couple of years. Just wait till you're out and then and then compete. I think that will hurt the team more than anything. Honestly, I feel like the the main goal that I would do if I was David Griffin right now, I would be calling up whoever is trying to draft RJ Barrett okay. and trade for him. Trade for him and a couple more assets. And then just build a team from there. You're a new young team like the Lakers are. Get rid of Anthony Davis. He doesn't he said he doesn't want to be there. Don't make him play there. I I am so against these teams who know a player doesn't want to be there and then it's like well you're really good so we're gonna make you play here yeah. and stuff i'm really against that so and i know it's not fair for a you know a player to just be like oh i don't want to play here anymore blah, blah blah even though like the team has wasted all this like resources on him and getting him here and stuff like yeah. that but <sighs> i don't know man i think it i think it hurts them way more than it helps them yeah i think you're right now, just for a fun thing, their last number one pick was Anthony Davis. That's a pretty good record for number one picks. Yeah. If we're talking any chance they don't take Zion. I know we're not as tuned into college basketball, so, but RJ Barrett keeps coming up as. I think I think, I think they take Zion. They take Zion. Yeah, I think they take Zion. It'd be a no-brainer if they did, and then it'd be crazy if they didn't. Yeah, I, there's all this talk about Zion, isn't the consensual number one pick i i think he is the lottery made it seem like it was the dude was watching the lottery who attends the lottery (laughs) if you're not going to be like a top three pick? i i don't know so let's say the washington wizards what did they end up with pick wise nine nine that's it's hey me and alejandro uh, uh, alejandro as a facility worker here at um at the uh, university center um uh, he, huge, huge Wizards fan. I think he was a fan even whenever they were the Bullets. Yeah, but, he worked for the Wizards. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. he worked for the Wizards. Um, me and him were actually talking today. He came up, you know, I was walking by. All of, all of a sudden, I started hearing, we got number nine. And I was like, I turned around, and I was like, what? And, it was like, and then, I, then it clicked in my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, we got number nine. Yeah, for the Wizards. Honestly, I was happy for anything subpar, sub 10. Yeah, but... There, I know there's a huge drop off. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> and who do the Wizards really have to trade up? Like, if I'm Wizards fan, I'm a little disappointed. Celtics, like, they had a chance at two, like, kind of pretty high picks. Mm-hmm. They ended up with like 14, 21, and 24. Yeah. If I'm a Celtics fan, you trade that to get Anthony Davis. So that's the only logic I see there is they trade Anthony Davis for those picks. And basically, the Pelicans rebuild with Zion, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. I think it's the best thing they can do is get rid of Anthony Davis for the key, for the team chemistry right now. Didn't the dude flip people off the last time he was in the smoothie? He, he wore <laughs> he wore a shirt that said "That's all, folks." Oh yikes! Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't even play in the game. So yeah, it, it's a really interesting. I don't think we've ever had like a lottery with this much like. Attention. The team, yeah, yeah, especially because like a team that really shouldn't have gotten the number one pick has a number one pick. 
I would say last year had like a little bit more, not a little, not more attention, but like a little bit of attention just because of LeVar Ball. Wait, no, two years ago. Yeah, because of Ball. Ball. Basically, it's LeVar saying, my son's worth the number one pick. If I don't want him to go number one, guess who's number two? Man, this is all just fascinating when looking at the history of the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be, yeah, it'll be fascinating to see what comes of this. It now we should note history. Sometimes the greatest player in a draft does not go number one. Yeah, Michael Jordan went number three. Yes, folks, you're the right. Two teams passed on Michael Jordan, and neither. I, I think. I think Hakeem went before him as the number two. But the number one pick. There's a whole ESPN documentary, mm-hmm. um, where. They talk about how historically bad that draft was. Yeah. So if Zion doesn't go number one, it's not doomed for his career. Like, oh no, he can't be great mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. That's why I was happy with number nine, honestly, because like you see all the players now. What Curry went like eighth. Yeah. Didn't he? He went eight, but that was like high. People thought that was too high. Yeah. Because he came out with Davidson with, yeah, not mm-hmm. much to his name. All right. Looking at the 1984 draft. Right now, stance department is working really hard right now. All right. So, okay. So, the number one pick from Houston was Hakeem Elijah Wan. Number two was Sam Bowie. Now, I, I remember they talked about this in the documentary. Sam Bowie is supposed to be great. But the consensus was Portland should have picked Chicago. I think Portland thought they had too many guards. And that's why they picked mm-hmm. Bowie, who is, uh, I think he's a forward, instead of Michael Jordan. This blows my mind. Paul George went 10th. In the, which draft? What year? 2010. 2010. Let's look who went before yeah. Paul George. I'm really interested. Yeah. 2010 draft. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard went 15th. He went 15th, yeah. And I remember him. I only knew about him because... Giannis kid, went 15th. That one makes sense. He wasn't He was an international he player. He was an international well. player. But to think that 14 teams passed on... That's the thing with, like, <laughs> Zion. Is... he He's such an obvious talent, in my opinion, that it's weird to not pass on him. Giannis, although he's not the player he was then... I feel like you see talent, you see talent. Yeah. And international scouts, you know, just because they're international. Luca almost went first last year, even though he was an international player. So I think there's starting to be more respect towards international mm-hmm. players. But I remember the only reason I knew about Kawhi Leonard before he got to the NBA was he was on San Diego State. And San yeah. Diego State made a run in the tournament that year. And a kid that went to my high school, Jamal Franklin, was playing in that tournament. He was supposed to be redshirt freshman, but then he had to play. So his teammates quiet. I'm I'm looking at the 2010 NBA draft yeah. first round in disgust right now. John Wall went number one. Not that number two. Evan, Evan Turner? Turner. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wesley Johnson went four. Greg Monroe went seventh. Yep. Yeah. None of this makes sense. Gordon Hayward went number nine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Larry oh, my Sanders gosh. 15. Man. A lot of these dudes do not play in the NBA anymore. Yeah. 
Larry wow. Sanders, Luke Babbitt. Wow. Ed Davis. See, I don't recognize any of these names mm-hmm. on in the second round. Wow. That's insane. All right, let's take it back. Look, just a couple years ago. Let's go 2015 here. All right. Let's see if there's any shockers here. So I'm at 2015 right now. And all right, number one, Carl Anthony Towns. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. In hindsight, that's a really good pick. Yeah. Back then, I don't think it was the strongest pick. And the Lakers are really missing out on him right now. Number four. How do you pronounce it? Jaleel. Jaleel. I think it's Jaleel Jaleel Okafor. Okafor. Who does he play for? Does not play for Philadelphia anymore. That's for sure. I'll look it up. Um, Mario Hazonia went fourth. (laughs) Fifth. Fifth. Wow. He's now... uh, Okafor is now on the Pelicans. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Frank Kaminsky went ninth. This draft does not make sense. Devin Booker went 13th. For some reason, I thought Devin Booker was the number one draft pick. For real. Wow. Terry Rozier went 16th. That's a little high. Terry Rozier has been great, but if I'm a scout, I don't have him as high. Sam Decker went 18th. I'm kind of shocked by some of these guys that made it in the first round here in 2015. Kevin Looney, who's been great for the Warriors, 30th. Still, see, the this, this second round is just names of people who have not made an impact in the NBA. Not at all. Wow, that's fascinating. All right, let's just look at to the last year. See if there's any big ones. Luca, Kevin Knox. See, this is a pretty good rookie class. I recognize a lot of names still. But like, if you think of the history of the NBA and just of how there's 30 players that go in the first round, 30 that go in the second round, it is so difficult to make an impact in the NBA coming out of the second round. For real. But we're going to do, this has turned into like a draft <laughs> yeah. look of players. But I have this quick input. From okay. the 2015 draft, um, the LeBron and, and Giannis killer Mario Hazonja <laughs> went at number five. Yeah. That's... I didn't even know this guy was in the league. <laughs> whenever, he, whenever he blocked uh, LeBron, I was like, who is this guy? All right. What's he on? I found this article ranking the 60 best six... Ranking 60 best second round NBA draft picks since 1980. All right. I think um, the most telling um, worst first pick it and it hurts me to say it it's markel fultz yeah oh yeah yeah and that's a the celtics look so good history people may not remember but the celtics are the number one draft pick that year yep they duped them so looking at some names here as i'm just going through um matt barnes malcolm brogdon these are all drafted in the second round uh, Jay Crowder was drafted in the second round. Really? Steve Kerr was drafted <laughs> in the second round. Very nice. Uh, Danny Green, Lou Williams, Marcin Gortat, Danny Green, Darcy Jr. probably did. Monta Ellis, Mo Williams. Mo Williams was only good when LeBron was on his team. Uh, Doc Rivers, Kyle Korver was drafted. Uh, Goran Dragic. 
Uh, Danny Ainge, Michael Red, Tony Kukok, Nikolo Jokic was drafted in the second round. Really? Yeah. The big man out of Denver. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside. Well, that's a hindsight one, too. Maybe because he's still not fast, yeah. but I don't know. Um, looking at, all right, Rashard Lewis, DeAndre Jordan. Wow, that kind of surprises me. Big men go early, like, even if you're not good. Okay, this one shocks me. You can tell me this shocks you, too. Dennis Rodman. What? Yeah, he was drafted in the second round. Hmm. One of the greatest defensive players of all time. He's only a two-time All-Star. This is all shocking. He yeah. won 2,000 with the Pistons, three with the Bulls. Did you say Monte Morris? Uh, maybe later. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I'm seeing right now in the 2017 yeah. draft, he went at 51. 51, wow. And then Josh Hart went 30th wow. in the first round. And then Derek White, 29th in that first round. Huh. And then Kyle Kuzma went 27th in the first round. Sometimes it, you can do all the setting you want, but you won't. You yeah. can't always get the right ones. Uh, Paul Millsap was also drafted in the second round. Okay. Once again, super. It surprised me when big men go that late. Mm-hmm. This is one of the most popular ones because he can name every player drafted before him, and that's Draymond Green yeah. as the Golden State Warriors. Donovan Mitchell went 13th. 13th, wow. That's, see, that's why I'm excited. That's why, like, whenever pe- people were wondering, like, why I was celebrating that we got number nine. Yeah. And I was like... There's good players to be had, yeah. You can, you can hit a fluke and just get that player who's going to change your whole team, honestly. Yeah. Just like Donovan Mitchell did. I mean, the Utah Jazz did. Like, it's just, it's, wait a minute. Okay, get this. Donovan Mitchell was drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Huh. And traded to the Utah Jazz. Wow. The potential that could have been the Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic show. I didn't. I wouldn't have had to watch Will Barton take ill-advised shots all playoffs. Will, I hope you're listening to me. You killed. You killed my summer. So <laughs> I, my former boss over at KKTV, Sam Farnsworth, Utah native, huge Jazz fan. Whenever someone from that trade, so Donovan Mitchell. He hashtags, hashtag, thank you, Nuggets, every single time. And he, <laughs> he has some beef with other Colorado Springs reporters because he does that all the time, especially last year when the Jazz were better than the Nuggets. Oh, oh, hashtag, thank you, Nuggets, all the time. He loves every second of it. It's, yeah, the last pick in the second uh, round was Isaiah Thomas at one point. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, this website ranks him number three of the best second-round draft picks. Manu Ginobili. This is Spurs picking up. I would understand. I understand these international players not going like as high as, especially if you know if they're international and then not even playing at a U.S. university and stuff. So, yeah, I can understand why these guys don't go like number one. Um, but yeah, I would say last or 2017's NBA draft was. Really something. Yeah. Really, really something. Uh, Marc Gasol. We're still international, baby. He was... He's ranked by number one by his website. Don't know if I'd agree with that, but... Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk playoffs. All right. We're talking playoffs, baby. Let's do it. And so the biggest thing with the playoffs right now 
is that they're a lot of fun to watch. And although our teams that we were rooting for didn't really make it far, uh, the Nuggets fell, for those of you who are unaware. They made it farther than anyone thought they would. Yeah. But some some Nuggets beat writers and reporters are saying, this season is a failure. Because although we did not expect them to get that far at the beginning of the season, they proved that they were a talented team, and they failed. Thoughts on that? I think they're wrong. Um, they're a young team. They haven't been here before. To go through set two game sevens, it's something else. A four-overtime game. Four, yeah, quadruple overtime. Um, and Jokic solidified his, play, his, his, his spot as a big man who can perform in the postseason. Yeah. Um, so can Jamal Murray. He can hit those shots under pressure. Um, Gary Harris was playing good as well. The only thing that I felt that kind of made the season go, that like the season was already on a pedestal, but it lowered the pedestal even more. And it was the last seven seconds of that game one. Why would you throw it in the post? To joke it at, with seven seconds left down by three. I, we were texting about this. Yeah. And it just some of the choices they made. And, you know, I try to explain this to my girlfriend, Kelsey, as well. And she, it didn't make sense to her. We talked a lot about this in, during the four overtime game. Yeah. She's like, why do they keep passing it to Jokic? And I was like, well, he is their best player. And she's like, but he's not always their best option. And I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah. He is the Nuggets' best player. But with his attributes, he's not always the best option. He can be very easy to defend in certain situations, and I don't think teams are paying attention to it. No. Yeah. The whole post thing. Maybe, you know, it's time to be post Malone. And... (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) The Nuggets think that they are better now. <laughs> with <laughs> you can't even say it. With <laughs> you know how bad this is. It's so good. <laughs> you probably think that you're better now. Better now. You know. Wow. Congratulations. She told me that I was not enough. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking post Malone here for the rest of the show. We're only talking to Post Malone songs and puns. Anyways, do you think the Nuggets should fire Mike Malone? <laughs> no, not at all. Great coach. Yeah. Great great guy. Had dinner with him. Okay. What did you guys eat? Red Lobster. Yum. No, it's... <laughs> you can tell Nate's ready to graduate. <laughs> you know? When you're on the show, you'll probably think that you're better now by yourself. Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. All right, so we'll talk about the other series real quick. The Nuggets, I thought they were going to pull it off. They didn't. Yep. Best of luck to the Trailblazers, who are already down one game to the Golden State Warriors. I smell a sweep coming on. I hope not. I really don't want the Warriors. I, I, I smell a sweep happening, man. I was talking over coffee with my uncle this morning, and we were kind of talking about how no matter what happens with the Warriors, this is it for this dynasty. 100%. Dynasties come to an end. Yep. And we'll be able to watch this ESPN 30 for 30 documentary in 20 years about how, you know, ESPN will make it, will advertise it a year too early. I can't wait to label this dynasty as a bunch of cheaters in the future. Because nobody nobody remembers 
you know, the, the past. So, like, anything you really say about them, you can really and get away with. It's arguably that they could be forgotten. I'm, I'm glad, kind of glad you brought that up because when we're talking about them being forgotten, the Pistons were a dynasty in the mid... It's hard to say where they were in 2000, but 2004 mm-hmm. to 2009, 8? Yeah. They were a dynasty. Who remembers that, Pistons? No one really does. And I think they had an NBA championship in there, too. Mm-hmm. So... They need to win this one. This will be three straight. Three Pete's are remembered in history fondly. If they win this finals, they'll be remembered. If they don't, they'll be remembered as the best team in NBA history that could get nothing done. They'll be remembered as a team that twice were the best team in NBA history and were never able to get it. Is there a call coming in? There is a call coming in. Uh, Oh, the call ended already. All right. Well, Well, where was it from? Belvin's Christie? I don't know. I think we got a call from Char- Charlie earlier. Oh, we really? Know. Okay. But we can't call out, so we can't call anyone Oh. <laughs> so we got to catch him. <laughs> Just pick up the phone. Who is this? Yeah, Charlie. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think about the Toronto-Philadelphia game? Um, I thought it was a good, a good game happening. Um, honestly, it just kind of solidified that like Kawhi Leonard needs help. He yeah. needs help, man. He cannot do this all series. And it's it's sad to see that because, honestly, it, you watch the game, right? Yeah. From maybe the halfway mark of the third quarter, the dude's shots were just far short. Yeah. You could tell, and I think um, Reggie Miller put it put it best, that he's going through fatigue. Yeah. He's tired, man. Like, he's been playing. Like, Kawhi Leonard's out there busting his butt. And Giannis is sitting on the bench, yeah, resting, yep. and they're still in it. Like what? What? I don't know what Toronto can do. It's lost all faith in in Kawhi and Kyle Lowry for me. Yeah, I agree. Is there another call? Yeah, you want to take the call real quick? I'll take it. All right, Phil's online right now. Hello. Who's this? So, Christian. Talking... Oh, what up, Christian? <laughs> We're talking NBA playoffs right now. You want me to put it on speaker real quick? Yeah. Hey. If you, you want to call in, you can call in. <laughs> We're talking NBA playoffs right now. This is live on air production meeting we're listening to right now, folks. Then what, you don't know anything <laughs> about the playoffs? <laughs> this is one of Philip's friends just called in. I feel like a real sports talk show for the first time because we're like having callers and we're having to deal with the callers. We don't have a board op, so <laughs> we're doing this live on air right now. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. All right. So we're still talking to Dave. <laughs> this a, is a great live show. It's a mistake to put it on your Instagram and just have anybody call in. I should probably have said, if you know basketball, call in. <laughs> You probably think that you are better now. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> Thanks, Christian, for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah. We have fans from all over the world. <laughs> it's weird that it pulled up his full name because the second time it pulled up, Christian Blevins. Oh. Is that his last name? Yeah, that's his okay. last name. <laughs> all right. So we're talking. Yeah. So I have a hot take for you. I put this out in the Twitterverse yesterday because I thought if I did and then I can point to it, I look like I'm a genius. Yeah. You're going to mock me for this because I, I can just tell by your body language at the moment that you're not going to be feeling this. But 
The Toronto Raptors are going to be the NBA champions. No. No. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. No. They will not be NBA champions. The Milwaukee Bucks are the going to... The advantage. ...are going to uh, win uh, <laughs> the NBA playoffs. No. The, the Bucks don't get past the Warriors or yes, Portland. Yes, they will. I think they will. Uh, I think you're wrong. I think I'm right. Give me 28,000 reasons why you're right. Number one, Giannis is a good-looking man. Oh, okay. Number two, Giannis has big arms. Number three, Giannis has big feet. Number four, Giannis can crush Steph Curry like a bug. Can literally smack him out of the universe. Steph Curry's going hit, to be hitting half-court bombs. You don't, there's no defense that way. And how are the, how are the Toronto Raptors going to get past them? They're dinosaurs. <laughs> they survived extinction once. <laughs> they can survive it again. This is completely unrelated, yeah. but it makes me laugh every time I've seen it. See it. How, have you seen the video where they take Kawhi's laugh and make it the Jurassic Park theme? Mm-mm. I'll show you this no, at, at the break. It's quite beautiful. Uh, yeah. Anything to add about why the Toronto Raptors are going to be your 2019 NBA champs? They're not. I mean, I, I see I, how I, they could not be, but I think if they get past the Bucks, I think they're NBA champs. If they get past the Bucks, then I'm automatically rooting for them because I don't want to. I don't want Golden State to win. Um, if Portland beats Golden State. Honestly, it's anybody's game. I don't care who wins after that. Yeah. Um, but I would just say the Bucks would have a harder time beating the Warriors. Okay. But I think they could still do it. Yeah, the I Warriors, agree. I mean, the Raptors would have an easier time because I believe that Kawhi Leonard is 100% the answer to the Warriors. He, he showed it whenever he was playing with the Spurs, um, what, like two years ago before yep. he got Zazad. Um, so... I, I really I really believe that Kawhi Leonard is the answer to the Warriors, and I think that they're 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 his the Warriors are is his like number one problem. I think that he's gonna go back to be like this team tried to take me out. They they pretty much did, so I'm gonna put my foot on their neck, and I'm gonna drive to the hole, and I'm gonna make sure that we win this. Yeah. Honestly, I think it'd be the best thing for Kawhi. I think it'd be the best thing for the Raptors in general, just to. Make sure, like, hey, maybe we have a better chance of him staying. Yeah. Do you think if they win that he stays? I think he stays because of that shot. The shot was amazing. The shot was we, amazing. We didn't even talk about that. We didn't talk about the shot. Yeah. Where do you rank it in greatest buzzer beaters of all time? Oh, 100%. We're number one now. I, it feels like it. It, it, it is number one. Honestly, because, like, it's... And it's, I tried... I was watching the Bucks game... And anytime he take a shot and it bounced, I just thought of that shot. Thought of that. <laughs> I'm just like, has he perfected the bounce? Has he perfected the, the 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 spin back whenever he releases it to be able to just, no matter what the shot is, it just goes in. It just bounces right in. I don't know if you saw this, but the side by side with that Vince Carter shot, I can't remember exactly the meaning of that game, but Vince Carter had a very similar shot to that where it bounced. It did not go in, and when Vince Carter was with the Raptors. And that shot is so similar to that, and that he hits it 
is incredible. His reaction is one of the best buzzer beater. We thought that the, it's so amazing that in the, these NBA playoffs, that the Damian Lillard shot is now the second best shot made in these NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. That shot, that celebration, he's even number two now, in my opinion, because the way he squats watching it, Joel watching, you know, knowing that he gave his best effort. Yeah. Ben Simmons knowing that he should have kept going. But I don't he, know why he didn't. I, it makes no what when you can double team trade him trade him immediately. Trade him immediately. I, t- I tell him to get his own plane back to Philly. And then for that shot to go in because he's in that squat at his bench, and then he gets mobbed and he's like showing emotion. We thought Kawhi was a robot. He's a human, you know. You learn something new every day. We just thought he was a robot with a bad laugh, but really he's a human and makes incredible basketball shots. I think. The thing that makes it a, a awesome shot is the bounce one. That's probably the number one thing too. Um, the reaction that's probably number two, where he's just squatting with his players, and like that dude has his like arm on him, and just like they're watching it. They're just like, "Is it gonna go in?" Yeah, and stuff like who? When has that ever been possible? Yeah, and three, that it was over Joel Embiid. That Joel Embiid gave him everything, everything. like ev- like full Joel extent. Played- 43, 43 or 45 minutes of a 48-minute game. He gave him that he, like, extended, did everything. And, like, Kawhi was just like, I just knew that I had to calculate. And, you know, I I did the algebra. I did some chemistry in those last couple seconds as well. Um, I submitted my tax returns. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I got to shoot the shot way high. You know, as I said before, and I I hope I came up with this because I think it's pretty cool, Kawhi Leonard. Ice in his veins, new balance on his feet. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to talk about the. We're going to go a little more in depth. We're kind of all over the place today. We're going to go a little more in depth on the Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, and we're going to talk more about the Raptors, how the Raptors are going to be NBA champs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll be back in a second. You're listening to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. Hello and welcome back to Two Minute Drill here on UCCS Radio. This is the farewell show, kind of, sort of, maybe, for myself, Nate Jones. And with me, as always, my co-host, who will be continuing on. His heart will go on, yes. but I will be drowning and freezing the waters next to the Titanic. Philip Booker Thomas. <laughs> That's a, that was a long intro, but yeah. hello, I'm back. <laughs> I feel like it's more like the AKAs on yeah. the Bodega Boys podcast. Like, the intros okay, get yeah. longer and longer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're back and we're talking NBA playoffs. And to wrap up today's show, uh, we're going to talk about the conference finals. So both are 1-0 to the number one seed in that conference. So over on the left side of the bracket, uh, we got the Western Conference. We got Golden State Warriors, Portland. Golden State is up one nothing. It feels like it should be a wrap. Tonight's game is going to say a lot. Definitely. If Portland wins, do you think there's a chance Portland comes out on top? They win tonight, win the two at home. They're kind of in the driver's seat a little more. What do you think? Um, I think it's better for their morale, but I still don't think they're going to be able to pull it past the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Um, I know I'm just now seeing this now on ESPN, but I guess Kevin Durant's going to take longer to come back. So that's better for the Portland Trailblazers yeah. at this time. But honestly, if they win tonight, it'll change maybe the mood, but like not the overall direction of the series. Okay. Um. But yeah, if they don't win tonight, I'm calling it like Paul Pierce. Yeah. Even though I don't hide, like, 
maybe they maybe they yeah. made up like Paul Pierce's call, but yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Let's not talk about Boston though. <laughs> Too soon. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think you're kind of right. If Golden State wins tonight, the series is over. Yeah. I, you, it's just so hard to come back. Even if, in all honesty, even if Portland someone wins the next two at home, with the home court advantage being in Golden State's pocket, it just makes it really hard to win a series after that. All right, we're looking at the right side of the bracket right now, and we got Milwaukee, Toronto. We got Bucks facing dinosaurs, Raptors. Raptors are going to eat the Bucks any day of the year. But right now, the Bucks have ran away from the Raptors with a 1-0 lead. <laughs> trying to, you know, throw in all my jokes today. So it's like, <laughs> I might not be able to get them out during the summer. 1-0 uh, over Toronto. Thoughts on this series? You know, I think the Raptors are going to win the NBA championship. So what do you think the Bucks have over the Raptors to, pre- per- to prevent that? I... I think the Raptors, they're going to have to go to their support players. Honestly, like, Kyle Lowry has, this this guy's been an all-star, right? Yeah. For what reason? <laughs> for what reason has this guy been an all-star for? Because it doesn't look like it to me. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, you're not wrong. And then at the same time, this guy has the body of Paul Pierce, whatever he was playing. Come on, bro. <laughs> really, you know, bagging on Paul Pierce here at the end of the show. Yeah, I don't know. All this is extremely interesting. They need Kyle Lowry to step up. They need Jeremy Lin to go insanity, baby. Does he even touch the floor? Probably no. No. Uh, Hold back another gem. <laughs> it's like when we kept, kept pushing for Isaiah Thomas <laughs> yeah. into the playoffs and no one was going to let him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So the realist, realist in me is saying Golden State Milwaukee as NBA Finals matchup. It's my last like, but my heart. So my mind's telling me one thing. My heart wants Something Portland, like Toronto. I think that would be the more interesting series. Mm-hmm. Been quite honest. I think Giannis will put on a show in the finals, but I don't think they can beat the Warriors. And I'd like to see the Warriors fall before the finals because I, I want them to feel human. You know, it's almost like a vampire. When a vampire attacks you, you know, if you're trying to, or you're trying to see if someone's like a zombie or something, I'm totally out of my realm here, but like, you cut them to see if they bleed. You know, it's almost like what Batman said to Superman and Batman versus Superman. Do you bleed? You will. You know, it's kind of, are you picking up and putting <laughs> down at all? What? <laughs> I I get what you're trying to say. Okay, I, I I feel you. But I don't. Never mind. Let's just. I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna like try and negate what you just tried to say about like zombies, because zombies. I think they show that they're zombies before. Whenever they maybe some iteration. It's, I, I don't know if we're talking Walking Dead zombies here. We talking another zombie movie. There, yeah, there's uh, probably lots of those. But um, yeah, I mean, I would like to see it be Bucks Blazers. Okay, I think that would be really interesting to me. 
because they're just two different matchup type of teams. Blazers, really, you know, perimeter shot players. Bucks, more or less players that go to the hole and just try and jam it down your throat and stuff. So yeah. I think it'd be more interesting there. Um, I have, I'm scared if it's Bucks, Golden State, mostly okay. because I don't know if Boogie Cousins is going to come back anytime soon. And I think he's out for the playoffs, right? I thought that he, they said that he might come back for maybe Final? the Western Conference Finals. Huh. But Boogie Wonderland. If he, if he was to come back, I would be very scared for what Giannis can produce because that's a big man and he plays pretty good defense. Kerr says KD Boogie aren't particularly particularly close to returning. Okay. Well so. Okay. Boogie Wonderland. No. Dance. What is that song? Boogie Wonderland by Earth Wind and Fire. We're gonna play it on the show right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Boogie Wonderland. But yeah, I, I'm scared for what Boogie Cousins can do to uh, Giannis if he was to come back. Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Boogie Wonderland. We'll play a little bit here in just a second. Uh, just you haven't heard this song. You've heard it. I just don't think you. I'm so good at singing that you're just like taken aback by it. And I understand that. It, you're uh, not the first person this has happened to. Awkward. Yeah. So here we go. Okay. That used to be my ringtone. Oh, okay. No, not really. No. <laughs> I feel like you just lost my trust there. That was the one thing, you know? Oh, he has Earth, Wind, and Fire as his. Man, all right. Uh, anything to add about these planets before we wrap up today's show? Should we do our predictions for... Yeah. Uh, Western my, Conference Finals, Finals? Yeah, Western Conference, Blazers in seven, Raptors in six. Um, Warriors in four? Bucks in four. Bucks in four. You heard me right. I, that Fun. might be your worst take Bucks yet. in five. Yeah, you're not... <laughs> the Bucks gave up one to a terrible Celtics chemistry team. <laughs> Celtics are talented. I but... love how Terry Rozier is going on the road talking about how this team is terrible. I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do right now? Scary Terry, more like terrible. Terry. Yeah, Kyrie's gonna find you, man. <laughs> I'd be looking for you. <laughs> yeah, man, he's going on. Where, a... Where's Kyrie going? New York. Where's KD going? DC. Where does Anthony Davis end up? Boston. Who do the Lakers add this summer? Kawhi Leonard. Who do they get rid of this summer? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma Ball. Brandon, you just need the four ball brothers. Brandon Ingram Ball. Three balls and yeah. then the dad. Um, um, what do you think about Frank Vogel being the coach of the Lakers? Um, I hope he likes his temporary job. Yeah, I hope he likes <laughs> being assistant coach to LeBron yeah. James. Yeah. All right. I kind of like that. We've never done that quick fire, but yeah, it was a good result there. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you to Philip 
for the past it's been a whole year year and a half almost yeah, of yeah, that's a year doing the yeah. show together and he's really helped elevate me as a sports broadcaster and we got nominated for an IBS award together which is really cool talking about the NBA it's really fun to just talk with your friend about basketball yeah. like stuff you would do normally but mm. we have microphones and <laughs> We feel like we're better than people. <laughs> and that's been really cool. I appreciate it. He's been the co-host with the most, as I say every week. Except maybe this week. I can't remember what it, my introduction was. <laughs> Anyways, it's been really fun doing the show with you. I really appreciated all of it. Oh, man. You're going to make me cry right now. <laughs> no, it's been so much fun. And I'm really sad. Like, this is, like, the one thing of, like, you just get to forget everything in yeah. the outside for the most part. Forget everything else, like classes, work, all that. And we just get to talk basketball, even though we might not be good at it. We went and got press passes at the Nuggets. We were in the press huddle. Yeah. We were in the press locker room. room. We, we were, were in, in the, the locker, locker room. room. We were right next to Malik Beasley's shoes. I know. That's like, we should have stolen them. Yeah. Uh, hindsight, <laughs> 2020 always. Yeah, that, that was like really cool. We... We shot our shot a couple of times. We did really cool things. We accomplished a lot. Hopefully this is not our last time talking sports, oh, yeah. talking basketball together, but we went to New York together. There's just so much we did on the show. Maybe during the summer, if I'm bored, I'll create a best of show and I'll just oh, yeah. clip together our best <laughs> moments. It'll probably just be this episode in its entirety and then some other clips. All my good jokes, you know, ice in his veins, new balance on his feet. And yeah, so... Anything you'd like to say as our final oh, yeah. official show I would together. like to thank Nate um, for letting me be on the show. I remember whenever he asked me, I was just like, would you ask me to be a guest, right? And like, yeah. then, I was like, okay, I, I like basketball. I love you were doing your world no news show, and we yeah. had just done a class. We had just been in a class, and mm -hmm. we started working together. And I was like, hey, I know you like basketball. I talk basketball. You just want to come on. Yeah. You're my first guest ever. You're the yeah. first only other person mm -hmm. in the show. So I... Yeah, you know, I just want to thank you for that because it honestly it changed everything here. Um, I know whenever I first um, just like being here at UCS, I feel like Nate was definitely one of those people that like helped me integrate here the most because you know we had a class together. You he helped me get a job here on campus. Um, and then like cried. Yeah, and then like you know the whole everything that you mentioned with the radio and stuff, me and on like the show, it's been fun. It was honestly, it's like one of the best times of the week for me just because, you know, I get to talk about something I love and just laugh and have fun like this. We get to say crazy things, hot takes. It's the best thing in the world. It really is. Um, yeah. So just thank you for letting me be on the show, you know, as nice, a guest man. and then you inviting me just like, yo, you just want to be my co-host and everything. Yeah. And so I was just like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no brainer. You know, awesome. I had a depressing world news show <laughs> before this. <laughs> That I might bring back next year. <laughs> Hopefully the world needs a little better. Yeah. Well, it's been fun. Thank you guys for listening. I just want to say our little podcast channel, uh, UCCS Radio Sports, got over 500 listens in less yeah. than six months on Podbean. And it's been incredible. We've enjoyed being on there. And let me take a look at the stats. 543. Yeah. So that's pretty great. And we got listeners. We'll say everywhere we got listeners from. So we got... Uh, 537 from the United States. We got two in Germany. Shout out to Germany. I think it was me in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I was in Germany. Canada. They got one. United Kingdom, one. Croatia, one. You know what that means. We're worldwide, baby. Worldwide, baby. Woo! -woo! <laughs>
Thank you again so much. Hopefully this is not my last time signing off for UCCS Radio, but in case it is, eat your vegetables. You've been listening to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I'm going to miss you. I love you. Goodbye.